Hello everyone, hello and welcome back to yet another episode of Alpha Metallica. This is your host Tom Kui. Thank you so much for joining me. Before we get into the day's guest, which is Andrei Vasilenko, very, very excited to introduce this guy, an absolutely gifted musician, a bass player, a vlogger, a Metallica expert and historian. We had a great, great chat about Death Magnetics all nightmare long. Just before we get to that episode though, please make sure you follow the show at MetallicaPod on Twitter. Please get in touch with me, MetallicaPod at gmail.com. Any opinions on Metallica on the show? on the songs we've spoken about maybe you want to come on the show like andre and discuss a song in the future i'd love to hear from you please get in contact with me from there please subscribe on the channel subscribe on itunes leave us a review help the show any way you can but yeah thank you so much as always for listening this is a one of the early episodes of our journey it's going to be a long long route but i really appreciate you having along without further ado let's get into all nightmare long yeah i'm really excited to uh, introduce my first proper guest to the show um all the way from ukraine i discovered this guy on youtube fairly recently Recently, I was when I was doing the research for the show. I was searching for Metallica vloggers. I didn't know if they existed really, and I found this guy. And not only is he a absolutely gifted musician, bass player um, who did a lot of Metallica covers, he's also done a lot of stuff. I'm sure we we'll get onto his YouTube channel. A lot of great stuff on the sort of history of Metallica and sort of critical opinions. Um, all the way from Ukraine, it's Andrei Vasilenko. How's it going, man? Thanks, man. Hi, friends. Andrei yes. Vasilenko here. <laughs> It's great. It's uh, yeah, really awesome to have you on, man. Thank you so much for um, taking the time to come onto the show. And I suppose it makes sense to start off with the obvious question: um, How initially did you get into Metallica? Yeah, I think it was uh, two thousand. My older brother had a cassette Metallica Best Ballads, mm. so I I listened to the songs, and that was a kind of my subconscious basement of what I am now. So and after a few years, well, uh, about eight years, uh, when I was in high school, I began to play guitar a bit, and I rediscovered Metallica, and that, and then it was like a snowball, mm-hmm. until now and still going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, that's it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy, isn't it? When when you first discover Metallica, there's so many good albums to get into. It's just it's just awesome. Yeah, it's uh, it took few years to finally like all Metallica because I began with stuff like uh, The Unforgiven mm. and then it's uh, more and more metal, more and more and now I can listen everything <laughs> <laughs> beyond Metallica, of course. Yes, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. And uh, as I said just in the introduction there, I discovered you um, through your YouTube channel. Um, how, how did that come about, you putting that together? Uh, it was... Uh, Three, three years ago, I played bass covers. I started my channel with the bass covers. And uh, in 2015, I started Total Cliff, a project dedicated to Cliff Burton. Mm-hmm. I performed all Metallica songs in which he uh, played bass and made bass taps for guys and wrote tips how to play them. And I shared that with the guys and they liked it. And I felt like I felt like there's an, a lack of accurate tabs in the internet as well as information about Cliff. Mm. So that's uh, why I I do it. Still doing it. Still expo- ex- exploring Cliff. Mm. And, um, in, which is strange considering how much impact Metallica and Cliff Burton made. How big, uh, how big Metallica is and Cliff. And so little inf- information and so, so inaccurate base steps it's 
it's strange. Mm, mm, yeah, because I mean, you ha- you are doing your Cliff project, which is incredible. There, there is a book, isn't there, about Cliff that came yeah. out fairly recently? Yes, it's a pilot edition. I I test all the stuff with mm. my p- patrons. They support me, and I um, say thank you, giving them the book so they can read it. And now I prepare a new edition with more tabs, with more. With more uh, looking more neat and uh, less mistakes in English <laughs> and stuff. So, uh, um, yes, it's um, a big work. And uh, I, f- I feel that uh, people need it. People need a book with uh, uh, focused information about Cliff as a musician, artist, songwriter, mm. how he played bass, not just uh, a fact that he wrote this song or that song. How he did that, how he thought, his musical mindset. That's what uh, the book about. So, um, Yeah, yeah, P- people definitely need to check that out as well. I mean, I'll put all the links. If you're listening on YouTube, if you download this episode, check the description on, the, on, your, on your podcast, on your player, um, both to Andre's um, incredible YouTube channel and his Patreon and all the great work you do. And um, just before we get into All Nightmare Long, which is the track we're sort of going to talk about, I just want to focus a bit more um, on Cliff. Um, I, I I don't know whether you've read. Have you read Back to the Front, the recent Master of Puppets history? I read um, some materials from there. I I I haven't uh, bought it because you know in Ukraine it's, it it might cost a fortune yeah. to pay all the delivery stuff because uh, only the new Metallica album costed me like uh, delivery three times like album. Oh right. All right. <laughs> It's incredible, but um, I'd love to read it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I read the To Live Is To Die and other uh, biographical works about Metallica, but Back to the Front uh, is yet to uh, me to help. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I urge um, you, you to read it if you get a chance. I appreciate it's quite difficult to get hold of, and for people listening as well, uh, if they're not aware, it's kind of like a coffee table book that's a. Uh, a history of Metallica, you know, mm-hmm. in the 1985-96, so recording Master of Puppets, going on tour, and obviously so much about Cliff as well, and kind of one of the reasons they got so big, well, they were already big at that point, was they supported Ozzy Osbourne um, on the 1986 tour, and, you know, they were kind of opening up for Ozzy, and people were leaving after they played, like, they, you know, already there was this kind of aura behind them, and there's tons of material about Cliff, and it was reading that book that really made me appreciate, like, I always knew he was a genius, but, like, one interesting person he was as well what a unique spirit and it, it, it's so sad really he was 24 when he passed it's such a shame yes it was uh, like uh, this uh, last month it, I think it was uh, March uh, 3rd um, I met the exact age when Cliff died it was uh, 24 years and uh, a couple of months right. so it was my it was my motivation all the mm. years to do something in my life uh, meaningful for people. So I fortunately I passed the the age and I I'm, I'm still here and I can't do the stuff to leave my legacy. Mm. That's mm. what I do. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, completely, completely, man. And, and the covers that you do and, and the videos that you do on Cliff are incredible. And you're definitely adhering to that, honoring that so well. But we'll, um, we'll get onto the song that we're here to talk about for this episode. Um, this is mm-hmm. All Nightmare Long off Death Magnetic. Mm-hmm. And just before we get into the track, as a, um, what did you feel about Death Magnetic as a whole, as an album? Okay, uh, the release of Magnetic album coincided with me got into Metallica again. It was uh, what nine years ago, so mm-hmm. it's a very special album to me. It, it reminds me of the times, and um, All Night Merlon blew my mind then. Even considering that uh, my ears were not that tough for all the thrash metal stuff right. back to then, and um, I also very like, still like um, Suicide and Redemption, The mm-hmm. Judas Kiss. Um, I think they are underrated, mm-hmm. and. Um, now I write my own songs, and I see Magnetic also from a songwriter point. But anyway, every song has own soul and emotions, and and the associations are pretty individual. So everybody has own point on this. Mm-hmm. But I like it. I like it uh, for a couple of reasons, mm-hmm. both personal and musical. Yeah, and it's kind of, uh, are you aware that a lot of people love this album, Death Magnetic? I myself love it, but the production, it, it's a bit, the guitar sounds a bit kind of, it booms, doesn't it? It's not quite as good as Hardwired, for example. Yes, Hardwired is a perfect album in terms of uh, sound. Mm. It's um, it's perfect, but Death Magnetic, yeah. Um, I tried to drop the fact that uh, the production is bad when I listen to it, but just... Um, focusing the music but yeah with a better sound it would be much much better <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah certainly and um we get into the song itself which is uh you know a fairly long song um seven minutes 57 i mean all of death magnetic is really long there's only one song that goes over that, that is uh, five minutes which is my apocalypse which is crazy yeah. really you know all the all the songs are really really long and like the intro of all nightmare long is you know such an exciting moment there you sort of have that 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 riff mm-hmm. and then that really heavy crash of the guitar in the start i mean what what are your opinions on the kind of intro riffs of the song? Um, in general, I think All Night Merlon has the biggest number of riffs than any other song from Magnetic, like mm. like uh, 20 maybe, I don't know. Um, on the one hand, uh, because of that, a lot of riffs, um, the song doesn't have the focus, like the, ma- the very main riff, which carries other ones, like a train, carries its uh, wagons. Yeah, yeah. And in All Night Merlon, it seems like a half of riffs uh, wish to be the the train, the best riff. And um, my focus, like, spreads. I don't know how to consider the riff. Is it the main or is it, uh, like, uh, the next to main? I like songs when uh, we we hear... uh, Sorry. I like the songs with the killer main riff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The only one that stands out. And also other ones might be... They should be cool, but... But on the other, on the other hand, uh, in this is the beauty, the idea of the song. Like, the vibe of constant change in the riffs. Like, things to fear. Like, that's it? No. Here's another punch for you. And it sustains all, all Nightmare Long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all the song long. So mm-hmm. that's the idea, just to be all the time 
in the feeling of um in the feeling. Mm, mm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You have the cut of intro where the guitar sort of plays with the drums, similar to like an Am I Evil or something. You get this pulse, you get this build up. And then, you know, you get just the chug, just like an open E going through, and then the da 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 just sort of that riff yeah. emerging out of the song itself. It's a great sort of reinforce. And I don't know about you, but I love when you hear James just go, one, two, and then, and then the riff comes in. Like, it gives it a, a massive power. Yes, of course. Yes, I think this is uh, one of the best songs of Metallica uh, since Injustice for All album, I think. It's, mm. it's all the Metallica, practically, practically all ultimate Metallica song. Maybe it's um, without a melodic interlude like in Master of Puppet, but still it's a classic Metallica song. Mm-hmm. Uh, intense, uh, a lot of riffs, fast. And of course, uh, vocals, lyrics. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, the, the the lyrics are awesome because I mean, a common theme uh, in Metallica is that they love to talk about uh, Cthulhu, the mythos of Cthulhu, and and Lovecraft. Obviously, the end of Ride the Lightning has the call of Cthulhu, incredible cliff song as well, incredible song in general. Uh, I thought it was really interesting when you pointed out that it was similar to Blood of Heroes. Um, from Megadeth mm-hmm. in one of your videos, which was really, really good. And they also did The Thing That Should Not Be. And um, James actually was speaking of this song um, all nightmare long in relation to Lovecraft, and he said, quote, it was an attempt to get back to the HP Lovecraft mythos with The Thing That Should Not Be, Call of Cthulhu, etc. This is about the Hounds of Tindalos, which was another crazy mindfuck about these wolves that hunt through the nightmares. And the only way you can get away from them is to stay within angles 120 degrees or less. You can't mm-hmm. even escape them from sleep which is just mm-hmm. a, a mad idea and and i think i think the lyrics kind of do that you know we'll hunt you down without mercy feel our breath upon your face feel our shift mm-hmm. every move we trace um you know i mean lyrics in metallica i think lyrics they were better with lyrics early on i think but i think all nightmare long the lyrics are very strong mm, yes i think uh, uh lyrics and music are very uh, bonded in the sun the vocals mm-hmm. and lyrics uh, so match the riffs and dynamics of the song. Metallica um, writes songs with meaningful melodies, like not just a few notes. Uh, their riffs are have some meaning, like uh, they that's um, the Call of Cthulhu, Ryan to live to die, Suicide Redemption. The instrumentals with no lyrics, they still have some sense, mm. emotions, and. And in vocal songs, uh, we must hear what both riffs and lyrics tell us. Uh, that's another reason why the brevity does work here. Like, not uh, uh, a bunch of words, ta 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 We must hear what uh, riff tells us and lyrics. Mm-hmm. And together they uh, just do the vibe of the song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah completely and um i mean you're such a, a a brilliant bass player again i urge people to check out your youtube channel check out in the description i'm gonna pop the link there multiple times and i want more people to listen to andre valenko stuff because it's just it, it's mad man you know you're gifted gifted what what do you think about the bass on this song the bass playing on this track uh, rob did awesome job and uh, he's a one finger tremolo yeah if he's so kind of opening eyes on what a fingerstyle bassist might be able to do. So, uh, and he co-wrote this song. We saw that in some kind of monster with his flamenco. Yeah. Uh, 
thing. So the sun um, went from these uh, flamenco passages, and we have this uh, a very very um, changed version, but still. This is Rob's flamenco. And uh, a demo of the song called Flamenco. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that. Um, I, I, I'm sure you've watched them yourself, but Metallica um, brought the cameras into the studio for the Death Magnetic. And there's some brilliant videos on YouTube of them kind of writing the songs. You get to see them in the process. And like you say, yeah, the song was originally known as Flamingo. And it's based off just Rob's brilliant acoustic guitar playing. And then they sort of built a riff out of it. And it's, you know, awesome song. I mean, talking more in general, obviously, you know, you idolize Cliff and rightly so. But I mean, on the spectrum, Metallica have had, you know, nothing but great bass players. Rob, Jason, Cliff. Like, how would you compare the three of them? Uh, I think Rob is the most technical bass player Metallica ever had, but uh, Rob knows his place in the band, when to follow more guitar and when drums, and in most cases it's just a compromise between accents of drums and melody and rhythm of guitar. Mm. Anyway, they all are professionals uh, with own approach and own charisma. I learn from everybody, Uh, Cliff, Jason and Rob. So, I learn from uh, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cliff, Jason, Robert, they are awesome. Yes, yes, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. And, I mean, this is quite a long song, and, and one of the lengthiest sections comes towards the end. Uh, you know, the solo, which kind of kicks off, nah, 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 kind of that sort mm-hmm. of classic Kirk riff, and then we sort of build out from it. Like, uh, what do you think of Kirk's solo in this song? Um I think it's a gem of the sun, mm. like classic Metallica um, solo of yeah. Kirk. Yes, yeah. awesome. Yeah, it fits. It fits, and uh, it's moderately long, not very short, and not too long to to lose our attention. But uh, it's like it sounds the way it. Uh, it was meant to sound. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> yeah, like. yeah, yeah. No, I mean, in general, um, across Metallica, what are your, what are just interested really? Because obviously, you're quite an aficionado of this sort of thing. Like, what are your favorite Metallica guitar solos? Um, it may surprise you, but uh, my favorite solos in Metallica uh, is uh, are James's ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like, know. I know what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, um, he played uh, a couple of solos like uh, solos of full value like in uh, Nothing Else Matters yeah. uh, To Live Is To Die um, Suicide and Redemption uh, I think uh, at the end of The Outlaw Torn it's also a solo and um, they all um, they all like uh, I don't know how to say it yeah, they have like a melody to them, don't they, that yes. Kirk's doesn't really have. And I um, I mean, it's not the greatest Metallica song, but I quite like James's solo in 2x4 as well. Um, it's quite a nice, oh, yeah. it's quite nice, the first solo, obviously Kirk does a solo afterwards, they're both really good solos. But yeah, I, I know what you're saying about Kirk, like it's kind of, we get this sort of haphazard notes and I like when the solo kind of gets a bit more energetic and Kirk just sort of builds out and just keeps going up and up the fretboard and the riffs are just piling in like, you know, it just it's madness this song towards the end. You mentioned love, we talked about Lovecraft before and it does have that nightmarish, you know, hallucination sort of quality and, you know, just it really just blends well, you know, like the whole thing just kind of has this kind of... um 
you know apocalyptic kind of energy to it and then james sort of screams one two three four and then we go back into the song it feels like the mm-hmm. song's going to go back to a chorus and in fact we get you know kirk sort of pulling out pulling out before and i mean i love as well just as we get to the end of the song something that rarely happens in metallica there's like a moment of silence for like two seconds and then it's like hunt you down you know what i mean comes back in very effective yes yes it's a very good uh, thing like a songwriting thing to you, like have a little pause and just punch <laughs> <laughs> in your face. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. But um, yeah, that is that is all nightmare long. Um, which is, I mean, we're sort of as you're aware, we're going through every single Metallica song in alphabetical order. This is the first Death Magnetic song uh, we're getting into. We're not going to hit a Death Magnetic song again going episode by episode until Broken Beat and Scarred, which is which is another really good song, actually. Great, great riff there. Um, and we've got a St. Anger song up next. So, yeah, I, I, I love All Nightmare Long, really. I, I think it's a really strong song. Like It's almost eight minutes long, but it just it's not boring to me. It never feels played out. It's just quite a ride, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, in my uh, one of my videos, I uh, um, figured out like uh, why "Speed Out the Bone" is uh, the best song for many fans in 30 years, and uh, I like uh, crossed out every song I've, uh, written after Justice album. Yeah, and it came just to two songs: the best thrash bass songs of Metallica, it's "All Night Merlon" and "Speed Out the Bone." Mm-hmm. And I preferred Speed Up the Bone because of maybe better sound and maybe yeah. a little bit better structure. But All Night Merlon is still still on the best mm-hmm. Metallica songs after Justice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I completely agree, man. And I guess um, finally, Andre, um, Andre, how do people get at you? Like, how do people find your YouTube, your Patreon, all that sort of stuff? They can visit my channel, youtube.com, Andrei Vasilenko. It's... Uh, it spells like A N D R. Um, what's the next letter? I forgot. <laughs> I. Anyway, they yeah. can uh, check it out. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'll put it on the like because I appreciate for maybe you know English <laughs> listeners it might be difficult to spell. So I'll pop yeah. I'll pop it in the description for you because yes. I want to get you know as many people listening as possible. Man, it's such good stuff. It's my channel and my website andrivoslenko.com. Uh, I would love to find more people like me to discuss all this stuff. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, th- Andre, I want to say again, thank you so much for taking your time out, man. This has been um, great to chat to you. I, you know, I, I admire your technique, your enthusiasm, Metallica. It's been great to chat to someone about all nightmare long. Thank you so much, man. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Once more, guys, thank you so much for listening. Please be sure to follow the show at MetallicaPod. Get in touch with us, MetallicaPod at gmail.com. What did you think of this song? What did you think of our take on it? Comment on the videos below. Get in touch with us all the different ways. I'd love to hear from any fans all over the world. And yeah, again, check out um, Andre's channel. It is absolutely fantastic. But as always, thank you for listening. And we'll see you next week for All Within My Hands. Uh, almost said all night long there, but All Within My Hands, the St. Anger Closer. So yeah, until then, take care and peace. Peace.